for yourself, your family, and future generations. If that sounds good to you, let's begin our journey together. Good morning, beautiful soul. It seems the years leading up to 2023 have affected a lot of people's mental health. And in 2023, the challenges to our mental health continues as our day-to-day stressors and the fears caused by an unsettled economy, war, and inflation are largely affecting us, causing us to feel burnout. In fact, the World Health Organization has officially classified burnout as a medical diagnosis in their international classification of diseases. The four symptoms they use to describe it are number one, feelings of energy depletion, exhaustion, and fatigue. Number two, increased mental distance from your job. Number three, feelings of negativism or cynicism related to your job. And number four, reduced professional efficacy. The key symptom of burnout is exhaustion in the form of a deep fatigue that isn't curable by rest or taking a day or some time off since it's the result of cumulative stress which hasn't been managed. So let's discuss five ways you can prevent or deal with burnout today. The first step is to be aware of it. Pay attention to what your body is telling you. Do you have a change in appetite or digestive issues? Do you suffer from insomnia, fatigue, or headaches? Do you struggle to focus? Do you feel overwhelmed? Have any of these physical symptoms gotten in the way of your hobbies or passions? It's good to take stock always of how you feel both physically and mentally. You may need help from a mental professional to figure out the root cause. The second way to deal with burnout is to get outdoors and let nature do its healing. If you are in the country, it's easy to go for hikes or walks in nature, or even as the weather permits, go to the beach, smell the salt air, listen to the waves crashing on the shore. It's a little harder for those of us living in the cities where wilderness and nature are hard to come by. (laughs) This requires a little seeking out. There are usually public parks or places that are a short commute uh, to get to. I found a wonderful escape about 10 minutes away during COVID, and I have gone there ever since. I go there to get lost in a place that has minimal traffic, a historical landmark, and it's adjacent to the river. 
You may have a university nearby that has beautiful grounds for you to walk around on or some other escape to discover. The third way to deal with burnout would be to do a workout that makes you smile and feel joy. Ask yourself, what form of exercise makes you feel great? Do you like team sports? Do you like doing videos online? Do you like dancing, scheduled classes? Whatever it is, make sure this is built into your weekly schedule. And unless there's an emergency, this should be a set appointment on your calendar in order for you to honor yourself and your health. For me, dancing and Pilates are my go-to exercises. But I recently discovered an eight and a half minute video uh, on Vimeo that was called the Joy Workout. I have the link attached in this episode's show notes. This is one I do in front of a mirror and it makes me smile. Plus I'm energized to do more exercise. The moves actually remind you of things you did when you were a kid or actions that just lift the energy inside of you. The fourth way to deal with burnout is to free yourself from a never-ending to-do list. When your to-do list runs the length of a page, or I've seen some of them that go on for two pages, you often don't know where to start. Sometimes this leads to task paralysis or overwhelm, and other times you may do one or two items on those massive to-do lists and then feel like a failure since you left 23 more tasks behind. If you are a self-described perfectionist, you need to be very aware of this point. The goal here is to nip this in the bud so your paralysis doesn't turn into procrastination or avoiding things completely. To do this, you need to know the following. Are there things on your to-do list that you feel incompetent about because you don't know where to start or how to do the task item? Break these into small achievable steps that are concrete with a time assigned to them. Also, don't be afraid to ask for help. A good piece of advice I longed followed that my therapist shared with me is to pretend that you're giving instructions to a teenager who doesn't really want to do the task, so you have to be really specific. Also, give yourself permission to make mistakes and then allow yourself to come back to fix the work. Just take a step no matter what it is or which part of the task you decide to start with. Once you get going, the positive energy will keep you motivated. Start your tasks with the easiest or smallest ones because once you succeed, you'll want to continue to succeed. Success builds success and this has a positive snowball effect. Or you can ask, 
which task on my list will help someone else? When you are feeling overwhelmed, you can ask, how does this make other people's lives easier? Incentivize yourself to help get something done that you have put to the bottom of your to-do list for far too long or a task you dread doing. For instance, one of the things that was always on my list but I never wanted to jump onto was doing monthly budgets, investments, and expenses. Um, so I, I changed the experience to make a more wonderful ritual around it, and now I actually look forward to doing it. Here's what my little ritual looks like. I read the why I wrote for doing this before I start. Then I light a scented candle I love from Aqua di Parma called O L'Amore, and I play a wonderful listening channel, which I created on YouTube, uh, and it's just music that I love. I play this in the background, and it's such an enjoyable experience. I've actually attached the link to this music below and hope it might inspire you as background music to a task you find tedious or dread doing. And finally, the fifth way of dealing with burnout is to understand what to do if you have a panic attack. Panic attacks seem to be far more common with some of the younger women and men I've spoke to. A panic attack feels like you're unable to breathe. You have a racing heart, a tight chest, possibly nausea. You may act out or have tingly limbs. I spoke to a therapist who deals with this condition about what she advises her clients, and she suggested you can tell yourself you are not in danger. You can take deep breaths, you can call a trusted person to help walk with you through this, or you can do something called distraction exercises. Uh, some examples of that would be the five, four, three, two, one meditation I've talked about in a previous episode, where you name five things you can see, four things you can hear, three things you can touch, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. This exercise brings you fully into presence. Um, the other thing you can do is name colors around you or count to 10. If it is something more serious, you should get to a doctor immediately. And that wraps up this episode, but I encourage you to continue this topic by sharing your thoughts in our private and safe Facebook community of others that are experiencing exactly what you are going through. And until next week, I'm sending you so much light and love. If you feel inspired by this show, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review on iTunes or 
Subscribe to the show since I update the topics weekly. And if you feel there are others who would like this show, please take a screenshot of the show, add it to your Instagram story, and tag me at MyMagnusOpus. Also, I'd like to get to know you, so please join our email list by signing up at www.mymagnusopus.com. You can also join our private Facebook group of like-minded legacy storytellers by going to My Magnus Opus Community. Thanks so much for tuning in. May your day be full of abundance in everything you do and keep your head up always. Until next time, I'm sending you love and light.